Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What's going on, Print Fam? If you're new, my name is Cam. Welcome to the Print Life Live, where we talk, you know, screen printing news. We talk about business and just pretty much whatever the hell else I want to talk about. And then you guys hang out. And then at the end of all of that, we do like a Q&A kind of thing. So it's good. It's cool. And I'm happy that you guys are all here. Uh, let's, let me pop this little chat out real quick. And I want to say what up to everybody that's just tuning in. Uh, Jason ends. What's up, my friend? I'm glad you made it. Elevation print and sign. What up, Leia? Uh, the fish thugging hardcore, my friend. Uh, how many people we got? Echo? Echo? Really? You got an echo? God damn it. There is no echo, right? Now, guys, let me know before I get started. Anyway, I want to let you guys know a little bit about this. So from this point forward, the live feeds are also going to be heading out to our podcasts on uh, iTunes and Google Play. All right, so there is no echo. Thank you for letting me know that. So I'm trying to push this out a little bit further. Uh, And because of that, I also need you guys to go follow me on my social media. I just created a personal Uh, Twitter account, which I've never had before. So head over to Twitter, like right now, and follow Cam Irvin. That's C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N. One more time, head over to Twitter, Twitter, follow Cam Irvin, C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N, so that uh, I can start using Twitter, because I'm thinking I'm going to use that to ask you guys questions instead of this funky uh, YouTube thing. I don't know. It's hard. I, I have a hard time, like, sifting through the questions compared to everybody just saying what's up so it'd be good if you're all following me on twitter so head over there right now and do that while you are doing that i'm gonna do my motivational quote of the day and this one's really really sweet it's from my man confucius and uh confucius says it does not matter how slowly you go so long as you do not stop again Confucius says, it does not matter how slow you go, so long as you do not stop. Now, my man Confucius, he gets me, okay? Let me take this back out of here. Confucius gets me because, well, actually, while I'm answering this, you guys make sure to let me know uh, how that quote um, goes with your life. How How do you understand it? How does it work out in your life? For me... That quote rings so true that it's terrifying because in my life, it, no matter what I pursue, no matter what I'm going after, it always seems to take me longer than the next guy. It takes longer for me to accomplish what I'm going after than my peers or my friends or even my family. So I get that it's going to take me longer, but I have such a tenacity and I stick to whatever I want to do to such a degree that it just seems like... Although it may seem like I'm behind, at some point, because I just stick to it, I actually do end up ahead of my friends and my family and all those people. So that's how that particular quote applies to me. Let's see if any of you guys said that. It's not how you know, whatever, meow, 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 elevated. It's how you mow fast. Ha, ha, ha. What's up, James? Okay, so a bunch of people in here right now are friends with each other, so that's cool. Uh, 
But yeah, man, I, I love that quote, and I, th- I feel like it just really applies to me, and that's cool. A little chop- choppy, but audio is synced perfectly. God damn it. Dude, this whole live streaming thing is complicated. There's a lot going on with it. And I've been doing um, podcasts, and the other day I did my first podcast without the whole video thing, and it went really well, and I just got on a crazy rant, and I felt good about it, guys. It was sick. So be sure to go to iTunes and subscribe to the Print Life Podcast. Download it. Give me all that good stuff because, you know, it helps grow this and whatnot. Uh, And as you guys are here, go on your Facebook right now and let everybody know that I am live. Go to your uh, Facebook groups, your screen printing groups. Let everyone know we're live. Just so that we're we're ready to rock. Kelly Fleming, relax. It sounds just fine. Thank you, Kelly, uh, for telling me to, to cool it. I'll cool it. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. Blue Crossbones, what's up? Just subbed, and I'm glad I'm catching you live. Right on. Have you, are you one of them that have been like, dude, I missed it again. I missed it again. Yes, a couple people have been like pissed about it. I think Jason was one of them, actually. But I'm glad that you guys are here. Uh, And hopefully you heard my live quote thing, whatever the hell it is. Uh, But I'm going to move on from that because that's just a very small part of this introduction. And I'm glad that that shit's over. So as you all know, I enjoy the the news part of this. This is the part where I can kind of talk about whatever I'm interested in, whether it's screen printing or it has nothing to do with screen printing. This is the part that I get really stoked on. Uh, And for today... um, I want to talk about something. I got my notes here. These help me stay on track. But this particular news topic is extremely important, not only to me, but to all of you who are viewing this, because this is the future of our industry. Before I get into it, what up, Blue Crossbones? Good to see you. Abdullah, what's up? The Fish, all y'all, you're the bomb. Cameron Impey, what up, dude? Anyone with the name Cameron, you are the shit. So thank you for tuning in. You guys are awesome. But this news is extremely important to all of us and anybody in the industry. So here's the deal. Okay. Uh, Amazon. We all know them. Some of us love them. Some of us hate them. Mainly I love them because it allows me to never have to leave my house. Which could be a good thing. I don't know. But here's what they've done. They want They want a patent to an on-demand apparel manufacturing system, okay? So, again, Amazon won a patent to an on-demand apparel manufacturing system. And I actually have a picture of it right here. Sorry, wrong one. Right here. So, you can see this system. It looks like it's a big cutter plotter, right? You see the shirts here, and and you know that there's some kind of cutter in here. They lay the fabric on back here, and it just cut, 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 right? It chops and sueys it, and it looks like there's a print head right here so they can print whatever the fuck they want on it. Uh, And here's the thing. According to the patent, the computerized system can capture orders from anywhere on the planet and then swiftly develop the most efficient plan for producing and providing the clothing. So production and order fulfillment. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, these factors could go into determining like, so, so what it's going to do is it's going to determine the most effective or efficient means of fulfillment for these orders. Picture how you go on to Alibaba right now if you need a set of custom t-shirts, custom cut, custom fit, and you go on to Alibaba, blah, 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 blah. You get it manufactured, sent over here. Well, Amazon's going to be able to guarantee it with their own manufacturers 
anyway, so some of the things that they can fulfill that they can fulfill would be or the efficiency of it would be based on geographic location, fabric type, and assembly process. This is scary for people that make jeans out of China, out of India. So basically, Amazon is going to become a manufacturing fulfillment center, possibly. So here's the thing. Amazon has not made clear what they plan to do with this patent. But I speculate this competitive advantage might allow them to compete with, with websites like Alibaba. And here's a side note. And this is really pertains to the printing industry. Amazon recently purchased, like, and I don't know the numbers, a large, a fucking chunk of the uh, Cornet digital garment printers. We're all screen printers here. If Amazon is purchasing digital garment printers, what do they plan to do with it? And, you know, if Amazon goes into any retail business or service business, they pretty much take it over. So this is something to be very, very scared of. Right. I mean, to me. Oh, sorry, guys. Let me get let me get that out of there. Thanks, guys. Sorry. I'm still sticking with all this. But you guys saw how it was going. Really scary stuff. And they haven't made clear on what they're going to do with it. But I don't know. Uh, And this is a scary one for us in the print game, um, because not only will they be able to cut and sew things. So no longer do they need us to provide next level Gildan, Bella, all that shit. But now they can print it. And I think that we, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we should be scared. I don't really know what to make of this, but it is kind of a, a, a picture into the future of the printing world and the fulfillment world. And I know that Amazon's just, they're pretty much trying to single-handedly take over every industry that they can. And of course, screen printing, it's a, it's a $10 billion a year industry. So of course they're going to want their piece of that. And the way that the, the reach that Amazon has, they could do it. So they may start with DTG and, and, you know, laser cutting on these big CNC machines. But, you know, if they have if they have it, they're going to bring screen printing in. It's not a big deal. So what's the point of this? Well, I think that we as screen printers, we need to know that there is a big dog. There's a there's a motherfucker. There's a Goliath coming after our industry. And we as a community need to figure out how we can compete against it. We're not going to be able to stop the monster. But maybe, just maybe, we can come together as a group, as a crew, in, in videos like this and in communities and actually stop them from, from pulling their crazy shit, which is terrifying. Oh, and uh, by the way, man, I had a live event thing going earlier. Sorry, guys, if you didn't catch it because I'm screwing this live thing up. A bunch of people were planning on me being on a different uh, live event. Anyway. That's the news, guys. So, what do you guys think about that? Does this does it freak you out? Are you keeping a uh, keeping an eye on the industry and kind of planning your business and your scalability accordingly, or are you just thinking that nothing's going to touch you and you're going to be able to just move forward? If you're just tuning in, thank you guys for joining. My name is Cam, and this is the Print Life Live. Uh, Flex McKenzie, welcome, my friend. Demon two zero four nine, what's up, my brother? Uh, anyone else who's just tuning in, thank you for coming in. We got a little bit of a lower view count than normal, but that's okay. Uh, the news is over. So now we're going to dive into the business topic of the day. And I've, the reason I want to cover this topic is because I've had a few people ask me questions about it. And I just figured 
you know, maybe I could give some insight on this live feed. And maybe we could have a, like a conversation about it. So everyone get your live chat game ready and chime in. Uh, the topic we're going to cover today is hiring your first employee. Now, oh shit, is it 11 p.m. over there? Yeah, I don't think this is the best time. And I'm thinking that 7 or even, I'm thinking 6 p.m. is going to be my time my time slot because this is pretty low man 12 of you it's awesome that you're here but we need a bigger view count than this for me to keep doing this but uh yeah so this this particular topic business topic of the day is going to be about hiring your first employee so here's a scenario okay you've been working your ass off you're solo in your shop you've been doing this for a few years and you know you're starting to feel the pain you're talking to customers all day it's fucking 7 p.m and you're just starting the print on your first production job and you got four more to, more to go and you got to have them done by the next day shit stacking up and you say to yourself i need some help of course you need help man come on but when is the right time like when 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 do you when is it like for fucking sure dude i gotta get help or i'm not gonna be able to finish this this uh, i need help i need help When's the real right time? Well, I think anyone who has hired their first person just knows uh, that they're at that point, right? You just, when you know, when you're there, you know. And if you're not, if you don't know, then you're probably not there yet, right? Anyone who's been there, you probably agree. When you're there, you know. Oh, Kelly Fleming. Later's better, really? Oh, well, you guys, thank you for tuning in if you just joined. Uh, well, I, that's that could be true, but we had a lot bigger audience before this, so I don't know. We're going to keep testing, guys, but maybe 8 is the best place to go. But thank you guys for tuning in. Whoever is here, I appreciate all of you. You guys are awesome. So, you know when it's time. Blue Crossbones. What up, dog? You can't fire your wife, son. <laughs> That's a contract you cannot break. Man, cannot break it. It ain't even worth it. The expense ain't worth it. Just come to an understanding and <laughs> I don't know. Once you, dude, those contracts unbreakable without a huge expense. But so it's time to pay somebody. The first question, you'll know when you know. It's time. You've been overworked, you're you're overworked, you're under you're probably making a ton of money. But you're just like, all right, man, I got to dive into this. I got to I gotta find someone to help me with this. So the first question everybody asks himself, you included, unless you've been there already, is how do I find them? Well, I found my first employee by posting an ad on Craigslist. And my first employee was a pill-popping crackhead. And he worked for me for about, fuck, man, eight months. So I dealt with his shit for eight months. That man, great man, hard worker, but he had a, he had a, he had a problem. And his problem was so extreme that he brought the worst version of Cameron to the workplace. He brought the version of me that I never wanted to be. And... I understand now that it wasn't him. It was his. It was his problem. It was his addiction. So that's the kind of that's the quality that you might find on Craigslist. But as time went on, I realized that it wasn't his fault. It wasn't my fault. It was my lack of experience. And I just what I did is hired the first person I interviewed. 
because I wasn't used to the interview process. I wasn't used to sitting on this side of the table and going, oh, asking all these questions like, oh, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Uh, what's your daily routine like? I didn't ask these kind of questions. So it didn't go well. It did not go well. But Craigslist is a great first resource because placing an ad is super cheap. And just don't do what I did. Prepare yourself a series of questions, like qualifying questions that will help you decide what is the best fit for you. So what I have found is what you really what you're looking for is people that are looking to be in the graphics world. So they may be in community college or maybe fresh out of high school. I don't think you want high school kids because they can't do it. But in community college that want to be in the graphics world because they're going to be willing to take the kind of wages you can offer them. And they're just stoked to be putting graphics on shirts. They're just stoked to be in that world. Not to mention, they may have skills with Illustrator, so they can also uh, lend a hand with graphic design and shit like that. So you'll just be getting a huge... So I would definitely place ads looking for graphics, background, students looking for their first job. Hopefully that helps, man. I'm kind of babbling right now. By the way, guys, I caught the most wicked cold about three days ago. I'm just coming down off of it. I feel like shit. I didn't want to do this live feed, but I'm just diving in just because I told you guys I'd do it every Wednesday. So I'm here, but I'm not really in the mood for it. Uh, so now that you have a plan on how to handle them, let's see what you guys are saying. Ha ha. Boo, it's expensive. It is expensive, man. Well, uh, an employee is expensive, but when your business is to the point where you need help, you'll know, man. And, and the, the cost of entry, it'll be worth it. It'll be, it'll very much be worth it. Uh, time zone are you in? I'm in Mountain Standard Time. Kelly Fleming, by the way, what time zone are you in? We're Mountain Standard Time, so it's 8.24 p.m. here right now. Been running for a half an hour. You can work with schools. Yeah, the internship, I've never taken advantage of that. You know what's funny about an internship? I've just never felt right doing it. I've, everybody's like, dude, you can get a full, you can get an intern. I just never felt good about it. No. Do you watch The Walking Dead? Cam, you have to tell me, please. Do you watch The Walking Dead? Of course I do, my man. Glenn is my dude. Uh, and as soon as they killed him off, I have no fucking interest in the show anymore. Actually, I like Rick. Rick's gangster. And I also like, I mean, I like Michonne. I like, yeah, dude, I love that show. Come on. Uh, basically, it, go, it comes down to Walking Dead and Vikings. Those two. Number one new show, America. I love screen printing. CJ's Place, what up, dog? It's good to see you, my friend. Okay, now you guys are starting to tune in. Everybody who just tuned in, thank you for joining the live uh, Print Life podcast. It's awesome that you're here. I love you all. And what we're talking about right now is hiring your first employee if you're just tuning in. So I just talked briefly about how you find your first employee. Now we're going to talk about how to handle payroll. I got one URL. You've hired your first employee. You're worried about paying taxes and all this shit. Gusto.com. Done. Gusto.com. I tried doing the whole goddamn payroll thing and filing quarterly and all that shit. Gusto.com is 30 bucks a month for like one or two employees and covers all of that for you. Do not stress. This is the beautiful 
thing about the technology world that we're living in is that the majority of the services that used to require an entire staff or at least one whole employee just to cover a job that takes now an app can get it done in uh, fuck 10 minutes on a Friday. I use gusto.com religiously. It is a beautiful thing for your first employee. Do not fuck around. Fuck QuickBooks. Fuck zero. Go straight to gusto.com. Sign up. I need to get them to sponsor me, man, because I am like an advocate. If we start getting 500 people watching one of these live podcasts, they probably will throw me a check. But gusto.com, that's how you handle payroll. There's just don't stress yourself out, man. Gusto got you covered. Now, once you've got payroll sorted out, you've hired your first guy, you don't know how he's going to turn out, but the question is, what can I expect with my first employee? It's a valid question. Give me a second. That helps with the uh, congestion. What can I expect with my first employee? That is the, that is the million-dollar question. What you can expect. First, let's go glass, glass half full. Um, if you went through Craigslist, they possibly, they've more than likely been out of work for a while, so they're gonna, they're gonna bust their ass for you. CJ's place. I'm OCD. I don't trust anyone helping me. Dude, this is what I'm on, on CJ. This is what I'm trying to address right now. Excuse me. Because what you're saying, that's me. That is me, dude. I understand. I understand the whole thing. The hardest part for me to let go was the control of the press. And it's it's hard, man. You're, but this is what you can expect when you actually accept uh, the loss of control of the pr- of the press. The good parts are your stress level drops dramatically in terms of worrying about production, and now your your stress will focus on customer retention, which is a beautiful thing because at the end of the day, your print quality can be so so, but if your customers like you and love you and love what you're offering, they're gonna come back, man. You can always you can earn a million customers with the subpar product. I promise you, as long as they like you. Now. If your print quality is shit and they don't like you, you're screwed. You're out of business. And, you know, when you're printing yourself and handling customers, the quality is super high and your customer service is actually probably suffering. So finding somebody on press and training them, it will help you. So that is one of the good things. Another good thing about hiring somebody is the fact that um, your focus can now shift to the marketing of the business, which is it's huge, man, because you can't get more customers if you can't find ways to get in front of more customers. And it's hard, man. And when, you're foca- when your focus all day is dealing with customers and then as soon as the phone stop, you're out there printing, you're just not going to be able to scale your business to anything that's worthwhile. So those are some of the good things of hiring someone. Now, here's the bad part. First off, Unless you hire an experienced printer, who which will cost you a lot more money, and in some cases it's worth it, but if you hire an inexperienced printer, it's going to take time to train them. But if you hire the right person that has a graphics background that's interested in doing a good job, they'll pick it up quick. You know, because screen printing is pretty easy to train, but it does take some time to understand all the, the you know, the little nooks and crannies and the 
It's a comp. I mean, shit, man. Who am I kidding? It's complicated training somebody in this, but you can do it. I would recommend looking for somebody with some experience. Maybe they've done it at their house so that they just get the gist of it. But that's going to be the biggest hurdle is hiring inexperienced. You're going to have to train them. But if you hire experienced people, they're going to want to do it their own way. And it may not gel with the way you do things. So you're going to have a, a headbutting situation going on, man. So either way, it's a you're going to. It won't go. It it won't go smoothly, no matter what you do in this world, in this industry, hiring people. It just ain't smooth. So just be ready for that. But the benefits outweigh the negatives, because you will be able to focus on growing your business and handling customers, and you can let them focus after a little bit of training on the production side of things. And you, you will see that you actually make more money when you hire your first person. I promise you. It just hurts. It just hurts at first. But CJ, my man, just dive in, dude. You can do it. I promise. Uh, yeah, we lost some people, so I was I was babbling there. But we're going to keep working on it. Hire attitude first. I completely agree. Kelly Fleming says, hire attitude first. That is correct. Um... But that's about it, man, as far as hiring. So this is the next thing that happens. Like there's like kind of two different kinds of bosses. There's a naturally passive person and then there's a naturally aggressive person and there's someone in the middle, right? Like there's the alpha, there's the beta, and then there's the omega. I'm kind of the omega where I think to the future. I don't, I'm not so like stressed out about being the alpha. I'm not the omega where I'm super passive, but I'm always like, okay, well, if I do this, what will be the repercussions six months down the road? Um, if you're the alpha... You're going to ask yourself, I'm naturally aggressive, so how do I handle passive employees? You need to fucking listen to them and monitor your yelling, man. You can't scream at them every time they fuck up. On the flip side of that, if you're naturally passive, how do I handle a headstrong employee? You got to nut up. You got to fucking step in there and let them know who's boss. Even if you don't feel like you're the boss, you got to step in there and do it. And, you know, if you're the Omega, you're good to go, man. You got a little bit of both, and you'll figure it out fine. Just uh, keep your shit together. And then the time will always come when you got to let the first one go. And that one, that's the worst. That's the worst part. So the way that I did it is I hired someone to replace them. And I made them, I didn't let them train them because I didn't want them to train them on bad habits. But I was like, oh, I'm going to bring a folder in for you. I got the guy on the press. And then I told them, it was a whole, it was really shady. But... I needed help. I just didn't want to fire somebody and not have someone right in there to go for it. So I hired someone else. I planned it, man. I'm in the Omega, bro. I plan. I think ahead. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to crush it. I'm ready for things to happen. That's the way that I roll. I'm a, I'm a planner. So alpha beta. I think that's the Omega. I might be fucking those up a little bit, but anyway, Oh, the best. Yeah, you can't. Okay. The fish says, yep. Can't be their best friend. Uh, that's true. I never hired anyone that was my friends beforehand, but actually my manager now, we were acquaintances beforehand and he's, he's doing good. I mean, there's, we, I have my issues with him, but he also does a lot of things that are good that I, uh, I don't think I could ever find anybody else. So it's, it, there's a, there's a give and take on that. But when it comes time to let your first one go, you definitely want to plan for it. You want to have a plan. You want to make sure you have the paperwork backing it up in case they try to go to like the labor board or something. You want to have give a couple write-ups, three write-ups to be exact. Get that shit written down that they fucked up three times. Then you're ready to let them go. When you're ready to let them go, just bring them in and say, hey, uh, you've um, it's been a pleasure, but I got to let you go. 
We'll have your last check ready for you on Friday. Uh, but that's it. We have been replaced. Something along those lines. It's hard as shit, man. I ran that simple sentence through my head a million different ways, trying to like make it as quick and as efficient as possible. And that's all you can do. Just let them know what's happening. And then that's it. Don't give a huge explanation. They may ask you for one and just try to keep the sentences as short as possible. Cause the more that you like dive into their questions and shit, the harder it will be to let them go. And, and the more opportunity you give them to like create a scenario. So that's that guys. Did I, hopefully that was kind of insightful. Uh, my brain is foggy today, so I'm kind of just, my head's all over the place. But it felt it felt good. That was a good topic for today. This is a podcast number uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, número cinco, cinco. That's good news, man. Five podcasts. No, I think this is cuatro, cuatro podcast. But I'm pretty stoked about it. So we knocked out the business topic of the day. Oh, you know what sucks though? I had this queued up and ready to go. Oh, it's not showing this the right one anyway. Well, this was going to show the chat in the window, but that didn't work out so well. Actually, yeah, it still might. You guys give me one second here. I'm going to load up this chat in this window. It's supposed to work. Okay. I'm going to bring it up here. Shit. There we go. Now we got the chat in the window. So you guys know what that means. It's time for the print life Q&A, which is, I think, what the majority of you are here for. Thank you. I will. I'll, I'll feel better eventually. Uh, Q&A time. So start sending your wonderful questions through the chat window right now. Uh, and I'm going to answer your questions. Product. 716 just watch all your videos today great content keep up the great work thank you product 716 that's awesome man i've a uh, kind of i've 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 actually been over the vlogging thing a little bit the tutorial thing i'm just trying to figure out what direction i'm going to go with all this but i will i'll keep going it's it's cool uh, how often are you going to have these cj i'm going to have the live q and a every goddamn wednesday no questions asked. I will be here live every Wednesday. The goal is to get from 12 people watching to at least 500 people watching. And once we're there, then we're going to shoot for at least whatever my subscriber count is. Cut that in half. My ultimate goal is to get to about fucking 1,000 subscribers watching every time. Hey, mom. Awesome. See, Yeah, dude. Keep tuning in, man. Share it on all your Facebook groups and all that shit. But, yeah, you guys start sending your questions through. If not, I'm going to go to uh, the YouTube chat, and I'll try to find some. And if that doesn't work, then we'll just end this sucker off quick style. Prada, Jason. There's a Make it happen. If there's a mono. The fish. Would love to know if there's a monofilament. If there are monofilament alternatives. Make it happen. Monofilament alternatives. Monofilament. Like light bulbs? I don't understand that question, my friend. Okay. Oh, while I'm waiting for you guys to start throwing shit through this, I'm going to go here. Yep, 
Guys, I'm just looking through. If you're listening instead of watching, I'm looking through my YouTube comments at the moment to try to find a goddamn uh, question because no one's throwing them through right now. Can you make a... Okay, this is... Bisabil Abil commented. Can you make a video about water-based and plastisol ink? Eventually, I will. It's just like I'm just trying to get all the the baseline stuff out of the way and I haven't been making tutorials lately because it's just like so this is the thing man I love this channel I love making these videos but they're not really aiding in the growth of the business the screen printing business which is the original reason I started this channel it's just that I came to the conclusion very early on that our customers would not watch my videos I had to cater to other people that are aspiring to be in this industry so these videos make me no money and they don't drive the business forward. So it's really just a passion project. So, but I have to, it's the 80, 20 rule. I have to focus 80% of my effort on the thing that provides, you know, the most income. So this doesn't do that. So I'm just, you know, they come when they come. Tony Fletcher commented, I guess a critical part of your choke stroke is, uh, is to make sure the rule is inside your graphic. Otherwise, it's just tacking that one point outside the edge. So what he's referencing is when you apply the stroke on your underbase from one of my previous videos on how to separate art, uh, where the center line is uh, applied. And if you just go to the stroke window, it gives you the option to have it on the outside, center, or inside. I always center it. It's just, it's a force of habit, and usually that's the uh, default setting. But you can also set it inside to where a one-point stroke is truly a one-point stroke. And that's it. I don't think it's a good one. Mm, I'm reading uh, stuff here. Let's go back to the chat and see if any questions came through. What do you think of heat transfer? Okay, guys, I'm still looking for questions here. Screen painting. Okay. Okay, so Blue Crossbones on YouTube asks, Since I'm new to the screen printing scene, how do you decide on the size of print to match a t-shirt size? I mean, that stuff, that kind of stuff is so relative. We've set standards, man. Like, pretty much our standard width is 10 inches. For a for like an adult male, which we, which is like a unisex T-shirt, ten inches wide, two point five down from the top of the art to the uh, collar seam. That's our standard, and we build from that. So you could tell anybody, yeah, uh, grab a, a sheet of paper. You know, a sheet of paper is eight point five by eleven. Hold that up to your shirt, stand in front of the mirror, and how does that feel in terms of size of your graphic? And they can give you a pretty, and they're like, and they'll, a lot of times they'll say. Oh, well, actually, I want it probably two inches wider than the piece of paper. So then you're like, so, okay, 10.5 inches wide. You know, that's about nipple to nipple on your average male. And that's a pretty good stand starting point, man. 8.5 is usually the right width for a women's tank top or something like that. There's a lot of standards, and every print shop has their own standard. But the best rule of thumb is just to base everything off of your standard sheet of paper. This will give you a great reference in every... Even brain dead customer. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm in a shit. I'm in a weird. I'm in a weird state of mind tonight. Every great, incredible customer that you have, will they can understand this visual reference. Just tell them to take that stand in front of a mirror, 
and uh, they'll they'll be able to understand where you're coming from. The fish says, "Hey, mama. Hey, mom. Uh, love the content." Okay, guys, I'm looking for the next thing. Kelly Fleming from YouTube. What up, Kelly? Says, "What model is your microphone?" This shit's like a Samson C01U. I actually just hijacked it from my friend to test this whole thing out. If I like it, and this whole podcasting thing does even a just l- decently well, then I'll actually get a good microphone or something. But for now, this this works fine. Simple Seps, hundred percent cool. Corel Simple Seps. I haven't used Corel Simple Seps. Wait, is Simple Seps something that ships with Corel Draw? That's cool. Okay. Demon 2049, what is the general cut for reducer for a wet-on-wet plastisol job on white shirts? Uh, And in the question, and then he kind of has like reducer, extender, soft base for wet-on-wet. Fuck, man. What is reducer? 8%, 8%, 6%? It's been so long since I've had to mix that. We have a, um, a workbook on it, but it's not very high. You're not supposed to reduce by very much. And I, in my experience, dude... Personally, I I never found reducer to actually prevent. I've heard all these people say, oh, you add reducer, add reducer. I've never found that to help with the tackiness. We spray the bottom of the screens with silicone spray. That's what we do. And that fucking like allows you to wet on wet anything. I don't know. I And, you know, I'll, I'll probably get shit from this from the industry, but I just have never found reducer to help that much. And it just gives you like opacity issues. I mean, if I were going to reduce ink, which we do sometimes, I would take it down to like, I would be at like 6% or maybe even 2% just to get a little bit of the tackiness off of there. But Wilflex inks, they're just not that tacky to begin with. My personal experience, everyone has different experiences. I think it depends on your climate and a number of things, but you can also kind of up the mesh count as opposed to reducing it. You can just up your mesh. Like if you're printing through a 160, just take it up to a 210 or to whatever, a 230. Print through that and you'll find that you're not getting as much uh, you're not getting as much stick on the bottom of the screen. Can you show me that silicone spray can? Yeah, hang on one sec. This one is Kami. Whatever this shit is, this, this is silicone spray. We spray this on the bottom of every screen, whether we're doing water-based, uh, whether we're doing plastisol. This shit just helps with with stick tackiness on the bottom. You can spray it after every pass if you want. You can spray it after every 10. Works like a charm, uh, and it just prevents lift and fibrillation and all that stuff. It's the way to go. Uh, ever heard of using vacuum storage bags for DIY vacuum for burning screens? Huh. No. That's clever, though. Okay, Demon2049 says, can you explain the silicone spray method? Yes. You do your, set your screens up. You go to the bottom of each one. You take this shit right here, and you spray the bottom of the screen. You put a nice, heavy coat of silicone spray on it. Shh. They are now, so like, they, there's such a slickiness to the bottom of it that the ink, when it touches the flat part of the screen, it's less likely to stick. It'll still stick a little bit, but when you combine that with a higher mesh count or whatever, it'll work. Work like a charm. Can you show that again? Oh, sorry, guys. God, this thing doesn't work. Okay. See that? There's, 
we're having issues here. Uh, Cormy, 610, silicone spray in the blue bottle. Hopefully everything's keeping up. This is what you want. This is silicone spray. And if you're going to use it on the bottom of the screen, you just set your screens up, you register them, and then you spray the bottom with this stuff. Shh. It'll work like a charm, man. Uh, there's in the vacuum bag. It was behind. Okay, guys. Uh, let me see here if there's any more questions in here. I'm checking this out right now. If you're just tuning in. Um, let's see. Yeah, guys, if you've subscribed, make sure that you go in and ding the bell so that you're notified when I'm uploading or when I'm live, because otherwise you're not gonna be uh, you're not gonna be hip to my stuff. Love the channel. Yeah, one guy, Karma Loops, says, love the channel and seeing it grow and evolve. That's awesome. But uh, he's throwing out a word of warning on direct-to-garment printing. He worked in a place that had one, and it never lived up to the hype. It always breaks down, especially when you're in the middle of a run, which is totally true. And the old shop I worked at, they had one of the brother, one of the earlier ones, and it was the same shit. They break down all the time. Oh God! All right, guys. I'm still looking through all the chat for questions. It looks like that's pretty much it. So I'm gonna end this thing off quick, man. I'm not really in. Uh, anyway, is it needed? Hard to see. Okay, chat window. You guys don't like it? Shit. Hang on. Chat window's out of there. There you go. So the chat window's bullshit. Good to know. Hard to see and in the way. All right, guys. Good to know. Yeah, I'm experimenting with stuff. Uh, that's it, man. You guys, uh, pack up all your questions, get them ready for next time. Until then, thank you for tuning in. Print fam, make sure to head over to Instagram and Twitter and subscribe to Cam Irvin. That's C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N. Uh, and we're going to start, we're going to continue to do these live Q and A's every Wednesday. Uh, today wasn't as good. So next week it will be, uh, back at 3 PM. So I'm going to do it next Wednesday, 3 PM mountain standard time. So you guys tune in. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, share on social media, all that kind of shit. Also head over to iTunes and Google Play and subscribe to my podcast. This is going to be on those podcast channels. Probably not the, I don't know. We'll get better at this. I'm going to get start bringing um, guests in and all that kind of stuff so that we can get a little bit more interaction going on so it's not just me blabbing at the microphone. So I look forward to that. But in the meantime, this will do for a podcast. You all are awesome. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time. See you on the next one, Print Fam. Peace out.